Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. This is Father Michael. I want to give praise to God on this Sunday as we honor all mothers on this Mother's Day. God is good to us in giving us these wonderful women who have given life so that God could have life. Remember, our mothers allow Jesus to continue His mission in and through humanity. And so we thank God today for all the mothers throughout the world, especially the Blessed Mother, the mother of all mothers, our Blessed Mother Mary, who said yes so that God could be in the flesh for us. And so all of our mothers in some level participate in Mary's yes when they say yes to life because God can continue again to reveal Himself through my flesh, through your flesh. This is the whole plan of Christianity is that God continues to become flesh through us, that He's born again and again and again. So in the plan of creation, if we look at God's plan, in the seven day, uh, as He created the material visible world in seven days, you look at that and you sense there how the first thing God thought about was the last thing he executed in his creative act, which was the, the first thing he thought about was the last creature he created, which was the Blessed Mother. It's kind of like, you know, when you're doing something, there's steps, right? And the first thing you think is the last thing you, you do to accomplish what you're thinking. So if you're thinking of going to church, you got to get up, you got to get in your car, you got to get dressed or whatever. You got to get everything ready. You got to drive, you go left, go right, go straight, whatever, you know, and, and, and then eventually get out of your car, get into the church and sit down and you're in the pews. You're in church. But it took, that was the first thing in your mind was to be at church, but it took steps to get there, right? So same thing in God's creation is the first thing he thought was the last thing he did, which was create the woman. Why did God create woman last? Because the woman... Her very body, her very person is a catechism. The woman's body is a catechism for all of humanity and all of creation. Um, God created this beautiful gift of woman to teach all of humanity what it means to be human. To be human is nothing other than to simply receive life and love and give life and love. Receive life and love, give life and love. So this is what God's plan is for all of us. And we look to the woman as she catechizes humanity, when she's receiving life and love and giving life and love, the woman is teaching us what it means to be human. As God, again, through her, is teaching us, catechizing us, teaching us. And God is also teaching us what it means to be a saint. To be a saint is nothing other than to receive life and love and give life and love. So again, I want to just encourage you as we enter into this uh, time with the Blessed Virgin Mary and with all mothers to honor and thank and praise God for the gift of, of all women. Now, in the scriptures today, in our first reading um, on this seventh Sunday of Easter, we have Stephen. It says Stephen was filled with the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? Well, Stephen, where did Stephen learn how to receive the Holy Spirit? Because he was filled with it with the person of the Holy Spirit. So how was he filled with the Holy Spirit? Well, he opened himself up to receive God himself, who is life, who is love. God said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. God is love, right? So God is life, God is love. So Stephen is full of God. And Stephen had a mother, right? And I would like to say, you know, in a special way, Stephen, as a member of the early church with the apostles, learned from the Blessed Mother how to receive life and love. 
So in our spiritual life, in order to be faithful and to continue to fight the good fight, we need to be always maintaining a receptivity, heavenly. It says Stephen saw him seated. He looked and saw the heavens open and saw the Son of God seated on the right hand of the Father. So Stephen was seeing the vision of heaven. He had a faith vision. He had a, a life where he didn't just depend on the things of the material world or, or just people, just humans, but he, he was locked in faith onto God. And he learned that through Mary and the apostles, right? He was taught how to receive life and love and give life and love. Now, Stephen, it says now that people weren't so happy with him there, right? Wait, Saul, Saul was there at the time persecuting the faith. Um, and Saul eventually became Paul. How? Through the blood of the martyrdom of Stephen. The blood of the martyrs is the seed of faith, of the Christian faith. So it's the blood of the martyrs that, that nourishes and builds up and strengthens the, the seed of faith, right, in, in, in hearts and minds of other believers. Like Saul became Paul because of Stephen's witness to heaven's love and life. Like Saul witnessed Stephen forgiving him as he was being stoned, Saul said, receive my spirit, Lord, you know, into your hands I command my spirit, Jesus said, right? Well, or sorry, not Saul, but uh, Stephen said, receive my spirit, Lord Jesus, do not hold this sin against them. And so Saul became Paul through the love of God flowing through Stephen, the, the great martyr of the early church, right? And so there's a spiritual battle going on. What does Satan want to do? He wants to keep you and I from receiving life and love and giving life and love. So this is a spiritual warfare. A lot of times we're thinking, what is spiritual warfare? Well, it's precisely this. Anything that keeps you from receiving God and giving God, that's not of God. That's, you could say, sin in a nutshell is, I won't receive or I won't give. You know, like you can't give what you don't have. Think of a pond. If it doesn't have an inlet and an outlet, it's stagnant, it's sterile, it's going to die and everything in it will die. So if we're not receiving life and love and giving life and love, we're going to be sterilized. In the world, the Satan and the demons long for one thing and that's to block our receptivity and our giving. And how do they do that? Well, look at the Garden of Eden in the very beginning. Who did the devil attack? He attacked Eve, not Adam. He attacked Eve. Why did he attack Eve? Because Eve, again, is a catechism, a, a, a living a message, a living, uh, um, uh, living person who reveals what it means through her body emphatically. She reveals to receive life and love and give life and love. And so Satan goes after the woman because he wants to sterilize her. He wants to keep her from receiving life and love and giving life and love. And so we think of our own lives and our marriages, our families, our workplaces, um, the people we meet. Are the words, the thoughts, and the actions that we speak, are they life-giving um, are they from heaven or are they from the enemy? You know, are they building up or are they breaking down and destroying life? You know, are our actions um, reflective of God's life and love or not? So we have to just be discerning this, right? And the Blessed Mother wants to pray with us on this Mother's Day. She wants to help us to receive and give, receive and give, receive and give. And we have to not just do that once, all through the day, we need to be receiving, receiving, receiving. The greatest of all human activities is receptivity. So we have to receive and give. And a little, um, a little footnote to all of this is, if you reject your humanity, you'll never receive divinity. 
meaning you'll never experience divinity. You can't reject your humanity and also taste divinity. If you embrace your humanity, you'll eventually taste divinity. Why? Because who made us? God. So the divine created the human. But God wants us to embrace our humanity, which means what? We must take up our cross. We must deny ourselves, right? And follow him. So as men and as women, we, we, we express love through our bodies in two different fashions and modes. The man, through his masculinity, gives himself by being received. Gives himself by being received. The woman gives herself by receiving the gift. Think about that. The man gives himself by being received, meaning he has to take the risk of faith to give himself um, and, and, and being received. And the, the woman gives herself by receiving. She, that's how she's designed. He's designed to give himself and be received. She's designed to receive, and in receiving, she gives herself. These are the two modes of being human, male and female, right? So when, when the Holy Spirit fills you and fills me, when the Holy Spirit fills a man, that man will be empowered to give himself even if the people don't receive him or his family or friends or spouse, whatever it be, even if the people don't receive him, the man will still give himself. Why? Because he knows God is receiving him. And this is why Mary was at the foot of the cross to help Jesus give himself, give himself. Because Mary perfectly, lovingly receives Jesus, the new Adam. Mary's the new Eve, the, Jesus is the new Adam. So Christ gives himself and for our salvation, right? Like if Jesus, his gift of self was dependent on whether or not he'd be received by human, um, well, he was obviously crucified, so he wasn't so well received, was he? But Mary was there as a model of God's maternal love, if you will, God's, God's love expressed through woman. Mary was there to, to be God's visible um, witness of, I receive you, Jesus. I receive you, Jesus. And so... When the Holy Spirit falls on a man, he gives himself. And in doing so, he starts breaking through the lies, you know, that, that might question his gift of self. Like, is he sincere in his gift of self? The world might not appreciate him or, or question him. Or, you know, like say, like say a woman was been used or not properly loved or children or family or workers or whatever it be and this man's giving himself where there can be question marks in people's hearts it's like why is he giving himself what does he want right and the lord wants to heal that through the man through jesus jesus through the man giving himself to humanity um through me through all men right but on this mother's day we focus on what holy spirit coming down upon the woman she receives and in receiving she is giving herself so the woman is to bring humanity into her heart and nurture and love and build up and strengthen the hearts of all those around her. Many people are afraid to give themselves because they don't feel like they'll be welcomed. So the woman's called to be welcome, a hospice, a, a place of healing in her heart, like the Immaculate Heart of Mary to heal humanity. And so today, I'd like you to think about how does God want to heal you, heal your receptivity, or heal your ability to give with a genuineness and sincerity of heart. And again, the spiritual warfare that's happening around us right now is Satan wants again to sterilize our, our, our planet. He, he wants us to stop receiving and stop giving. And this is precisely what abortion is, right? Abortion is the acting out of, I will not receive and I will not give. And, and so 
in a spiritual sense, we can abort God. We can say, no, God, you can't have life in me and you can't give your life through me. And again, that would be ultimately what? A rejection of my humanity, right? And if I reject my humanity, then others will suffer because they won't taste the divinity flowing through my humanity. There's just a lot of beautiful thoughts to think about on this Mother's Day, um, just to chew on and pray on and really ask the Lord to show you where you have a hard time receiving and where you have a hard time giving. Like, where do you question the gift? Like, if somebody's giving you something, where do you question that gift, right? And where do you, where do you fear giving? Maybe, you know, like, well, if I give, maybe I won't be received or, or we stop giving because we were rejected. But remember, you have to turn like Stephen in today's first reading. Look at the Acts of the Apostles, seventh Sunday of Easter. Look at Stephen. He, he kept his eyes on God. He wasn't focused on those throwing the stones. If we focus on the people throwing the stones or the world or the flesh or the devil, whatever, stoning us, we're never going to open up and receive and give. We're going to be blocked. So you must, like Mary and Stephen, like the saints of the church, keep your eyes fixed on the Lord, not on people, because people aren't my first love. God is. And especially for a husband and a wife to really get that in their hearts. God is your first love, not your spouse, not your kids. Where do you look for your primarily, primary place of intimacy? It should be God. It shouldn't be your spouse. shouldn't be your kids. They're second. And, and if you understand that, then, then you're starting to kind of process here. Like without God, you can't give to your wife and your kids or your husband and your kids, right? You can't give what you don't have. So you got to turn to the Lord. Because let's be honest, our, our friends, our family members, our spouses, our kids, we'll throw stones at times. And sometimes we're throwing the stones. But God never does. So I want you to really open up and let's learn and reveren reverentially respect and honor God speaking through the woman today on this Mother's Day. And may Almighty God bless you and all mothers on this day, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.